Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Green and Gorgeous. I am Hales, and I'm joined here uh, with one of my co-hosts, Tori. Emily will join us soon. Uh, we're ready to talk all things Packers. So first thing, we want to just introduce ourselves. Uh, we're a new show to Game On Wisconsin, as most of you know. Um, so Tori, can you tell us where you're from and how you became a Packers fan? Yeah, for sure. So I grew up in Minnesota near Minneapolis, and I'm now in Kansas City. My dad grew up in Green Bay, and he's the one that kind of got us all into it. My mom hates sports, so that was that was the option. Kind of the same over here. Grew up in Kansas City. Uh, Tori and I actually used to be neighbors. Fun fact there. <laughs> We could walk through the grass to each other's house, and we met on Twitter, so fun story there for us, um, but I also grew up in Kansas City, and um, my dad passed on his love of the Packers to my brother and I, so here I am. My mom didn't watch sports, so the Packers also were the only option for me. Um, nice. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Emily. So we're just talking here, uh, getting to know us a little bit. Can you tell us where you're from and how you became a Packers fan? Yes, absolutely. So I am born and raised in Dallas, Texas. I've been here all my life and um, grew up as a Packer fan. Was born and raised in onesies and dad was a huge Cowboy fan in the 90s. And then uh, Mr. Jerry Jones took over and that was it for him. And so he went back to his childhood team of the Green Bay Packers and then I came around and that's where we're at. Awesome. So Tori, you have a fun fact about you, uh, about the Packers, right? I think everybody should hear that. Yeah. Um, so something that was really cool was my grandpa was a player for the Packers back in, I believe is around 77. He played there for a year or two. Uh, he was a punter there, and then eventually he ended up playing for the Giants as well. So that was pretty something really cool always growing up. So when I was in school and we had to do like a report on anything, it was always the Packers, and he was always like my interview guy and told me a little bit like he's met um, a lot of big players out there before during the same time. So it was something really cool to grow up with for sure. That's awesome. So question for you then, uh, piggybacking off of that, is that how your family became Packers fans or were they fans before your grandpa played for them? No, they were, they were fans before, like they were growing up in green Bay and stuff. So like they had, my dad told me he had like multiple players that were like neighbors and stuff. And they would always go to the training camps and ride their bikes and everything. So they grew up there. My dad moved to California when he was like seventh grade. And then eventually we got to Minnesota. So very similar place to Green Bay for sure. But growing up around the Vikings fans wasn't the most fun. <laughs> I think that's how we all kind of feel uh, where we live now. Tori, your Absolutely. boyfriend, is a Chiefs fan. And then Emily, you're surrounded by Cowboys fans. So there's a little rivalry there, of course. Yeah, um, sorry for your loss. <laughs> Mike McCarthy being there. But, um, Tori, you talked about the uh, Packers training camp and how they would all ride their bikes to the training camp. So uh, what are your guys' thoughts so far on training camp this year? 
Um, I can go for sure. Uh, training camp so far, it's been really fun. I've been following it online and on Twitter. I'll get like the reports and stuff and read those every once in a while. There's been some big names and stuff popping up. So one of the big names I'd like to talk about for sure is Dubs and how he's been doing. I think we're all very well aware of who he is. Uh, what do what do you guys think about him so far? Love him. I'm on the Dubs train. <laughs> So I don't know if you guys saw the other day, but I, I put out a tweet because every time I hear, you know, dubs, dobs, dubs, I'm like, what is it? Does anybody know? I think he came out and said it's actually dobs. I'm calling so, it dubs because I only want W's for the year. So. Yes, exactly. I was like, dubs does sound better. <laughs> That's where I'm at, too. I was calling him dubs because of the W. From him. Yep. So. Yeah, I think there's a lot of hype around him. Um, and then I saw the other day that Jordan Love has made some progress um, in training camp this year. So that's pretty exciting to hear. Um, you know, we don't know how long Aaron Rodgers is going to be here with us, of course. Uh, we would love him to stay forever, but that's not going to happen. So, Unfortunately, um, it can't happen. You <laughs> mentioned a comment yesterday because yesterday was, I believe it was Tom Brady's 45th birthday. And while they're interviewing him, they asked, you know, will you be still playing when you're 45? And he said, no. And I want to <laughs> say this year he's turning 39. So could be less than six yeah. years, but I, I really less. do. I really do enjoy though, seeing Rogers work with love, like on the field and stuff, breaking down all these steps and getting him to be a better player when it comes game time, because we have been spoiled growing up with the quarterbacks we've had. So I'm hoping oh. <laughs> our time doesn't come to where we have a rough season, but I, I really like what he's doing with him for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is good to see, you know, because there was the controversy, of course, around the Jordan Love pick. There still is, um, especially with Aaron Rodgers' attitude lately, if you would. Um, I think people are getting more upset about the, the Love pick. Um, so it's good to see him interacting more with Love and kind of showing him, you know, helping him out. Um, so that is good to see. But who do you think that we should be watching this upcoming season? Who are you guys most excited for? My secret, well, for a rookie or for any player across the any board? Any player. Ooh. I got a lot of love for a lot of the players. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I personally am excited to see AJ Dillon. Um, I did see reports today uh, that they said that he was going to be catching the ball as well as running the ball. Mm -hmm. So with him being so big, I think that's going to be really interesting to see him also catching the ball and what he's able to do um, with that. Because obviously, especially in the cold, he's, you know, monster worth to yeah. be. <laughs> with. Yeah, so no, uh, going to be interesting to see for sure. Picking off, piggybacking off of you there is AJ Dillon was one of the ones I was thinking of. I was reading some reports about Rogers. Um, I think it was Monday. He was saying things that he has been one of those players that have developed so much over his, you know, few years he's been here. And he also did mention that he is one of those guys that is being really good at catching the mm -hmm. ball as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the backfield, either him or Jones. One of them's going to be running. One of them could be catching. We just have such a good duo with them. And then with, of oh, course, Devontae Adams leaving us, we need 
some people that he can trust as well. Like a lot of our receivers are new to the team. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Going off of that, I saw a tweet that I strongly agreed with saying that um, I highly doubt any of our receivers this year or anyone on our team will have over a thousand yards catching. I think we'll have multiple players in the six to 800 range. I, I can't see, you know, Lazard, Cobb, any of them reaching the thousand mark. But I think we'll have a lot of strong players, you know, spreading it across the board, which might work for us. That seems to be a good case in previous years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I think we saw at our last game last season how spreading the ball around would have been a little bit nicer, of course, but it's hard when you have that go-to person. So it'll be nice to see how Rodgers does, and I feel like he could be doing good then with seeing other people and having to get other people so then you don't know who's going to get the ball. Like, who are you going to double cover when you don't know Mm -hmm. which one's going to be number one? Yeah, and I think we talked about that at our first meeting, too, when it was right after the Devontae Adams departure, you know, how we talked about if they spread the ball more, you know, better things can happen instead of just the forcing of trying to get it to Adams, which I completely understand. I mean, if I was in Rodgers' position, I would do the same exact thing, but we've seen in games where it did hurt us. For sure. I completely agree with that. And also, you know, I think there's a lot of players um, on the defensive side also that are going to be really fun to watch this year. Um, Devondra Campbell and Sean Gary both were amazing last year. And I'm super excited to see what our defense is going to be like this year. Um, As well as my personal favorite player, (laughs) uh, Jair Alexander, will be back. So, of course, I am. Oh, yeah, I know you're excited to see him. About that. (laughs) Yes, I cannot wait uh, to see him back and, you know, see what he's going to do. And then Lazard posted the other day about how he's trying to be the the best receiver in the league. So, um, I think he has some big shoes to fill uh, with Uh him, you know, probably being – wide receiver one for Rogers. Um, but like Rogers said, you know, it's tough to transition from a hall of famer to a hall of famer. So for sure excited to see how he does this year as well. I think, I think there's a lot of people where we can and should be excited for this season. Can I ask you Haley, how come he specifically is your favorite player? (laughs) (laughs) Because I love him. Uh, I think he's great. Troy plays a lot of um, Madden, and anytime he plays the Packers, I'm like, Jair's going to pick you off. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, always love seeing that. You know, I think he really is a great player. He's young, so hopefully we have a lot of years left with him. But, yeah, I'm excited for him to be back for sure. Yeah, and then – I'm just hoping to see our defense grow. It's been like in something that's been difficult for us throughout the year. And I'm actually feeling really good about our defense this year. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about special teams right now? I... <laughs> Give me a couple more weeks and I think I'll be ready to answer. <laughs> if this special uh, team doesn't give me a stomach ulcer this year, I will be very surprised. That That is very fair. Um, one of the people I actually also was putting down as my person to watch this year is I really do feel like we all need to watch Mason Crosby and see how he recovers from that year. He went as being someone I was just like, oh, reliable. He is, yeah. you know, I was like, he's making anything. And then uh, basically anytime he was ready to kick the ball, I was getting kind of nervous. 
I'm hoping it was a fluke season because I really do like him. I love him on the mm -hmm. team and hoping it was just a fluke and we're recovering and making things for the better this year. That's how I hope too. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't think that our special teams could really be much worse than they were last year. So I guess silver lining. <laughs> that's always, yeah, the silver lining there. Um, so on a positive note, I think we're going to be better than we were last year. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, normally I was not one to slander Mason Crosby, uh, but there were a few times where I was like, okay, I have to slander Mason Crosby right now, and he <laughs> honestly deserves it. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, I hope that he is uh, much better than he was last year, this year. But I think he's had a couple seasons where he's kind of, you know, um, <laughs> that mustache beard. Uh, Jacob is behind scenes, and honestly, he has got a great beard going on right now. I might just bring him in for you all to see that real quick. Yay! Yes, there's, oh, there's yes. the game on Wisconsin hosting requirement right there, just behind <laughs> the scenes for everyone. Um, but yeah, that that kind of threw me off there. Uh, on topic. <laughs> Going in, I saw a. I was trying to find a tweet because I think I saw something about Mason Crosby was uh, nursing his leg on the side, and we had another kicker that was practicing. Uh -huh. And I was trying to find the tweet, so obviously hashtag Mason Crosby, and it went back to um, like 2018 when he was missing a couple of kicks, and people were like, "He's got to go," and then had a solid season. And then, yeah, I don't even know what last season was. My cousin actually texted me during one of the games and was like, "If Mason." He was like, would you rather have the kicker for the Packers, for Crosby, or the kicker for the Cowboys? Or, like, who would you pick on a line if they miss? Uh, you're losing one of your legs. And I was like, oh. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go with Mason Crosby. And the next thing you know, he missed a field goal, and he was like, pick a leg. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go with Mason Crosby, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. Right. Old yeah. Mason Crosby, for sure. Oh, hey, he's still a silver fox, though. It's all right. Oh, yeah. I, oh, sure. I have a feeling he's going to come back, and he's going to be just fine this year. Um, I have strong hopes for him. Like I said, I really do like the guy, and I oh, hope yeah. he turns out to be what he has been before. So, Yeah, I, I strongly agree. I slandered him a couple times last season, but I was just very um, stressed out, to say the least, at a couple of those games. I think the Bengals game probably was one of the most stressful. Um I don't even know how many missed field goal back and forth, back and forth, back and oh, forth. Oh, yeah, that was not a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Not fun at all. Okay, so let's talk about the game that we are most excited for uh, this season. I think all of us basically have the same one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's the game, honestly, that most people are excited about because, you know, old people come in back home, if you will. So if one of you guys want to talk about the game that you're most excited for. Sure, I can go first. Um, it will be the Dallas versus Green Bay game. <laughs> Being born and raised in Dallas, um, there's a lot of crap that gets talked about my Packers. And it wasn't so bad growing up until after the hashtag does not catch it uh, era. And then after that, there's been some salty playoff losses against us. And they just seem to run their mouth a lot. I mean, I know everybody does that, but uh, I'm just ready to, you know, prove some haters wrong. And I think it'll be fun because I know at least I'm going to that game and uh, Haley, you're going and we're working on Tori. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so that way we're trying to get her out and, you know, 
drink a couple of beers and have some broths and do all the cheese things. So what do you think it'll be like having uh, McCarthy come back? I strongly hope that he does get a standing ovation. I mean, obviously towards the end of his career, I, I don't personally agree with coaches getting fired mid season. Um, obviously after a loss, I don't remember what Arizona's record was, but uh, getting fired the day after that was pretty brutal for him, but I hope he gets a standing ovation, but I also hope we crush them. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely intrigued to see uh, the interaction between him and Rogers, like before and after. For sure. Game. Yes. I think that's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think they hug? That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, are they going to hug? Are they going to act like they're friends? Because I honestly feel like it was Roger's fault that he got fired. So I don't know. I guess. guess I'm expecting a formal handshake for sure. (laughs) Is it going to be the, um, Oh gosh, was it Mike Zimmerman, the coach from the Vikings, went after yep. their loss, and it was the the turn away handshake. You know, one of these, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be one of those, or yeah, uh, one of my least favorite coaches out there. I'll be honest. <laughs> Mike McCarthy yeah. is no, no, no Zimmer. Oh Zimmerman, okay. Cannot, cannot stand him. <laughs> Ooh, that could be a hot take for later on in the season. Who is the worst, <laughs> most hated coach? That would be a good one, wouldn't it? Um, So I'll go another game that I'm most excited for uh, is going to be our first game against the Vikings um, because the Darius Smith, of course, the drama queen of the Packers, um, (laughs) is no longer on the team. And how he's spoken many times about, you know, how he's going to just come for Aaron Rodgers and, things like that whenever they play against each other. So I'm really, yeah, I can't wait to see that game just to see kind of how that plays out um, mm-hmm. and what he actually does and what actually happens. So how did, how did you guys feel when you saw he signed with the Vikings? Honestly, I really wasn't surprised. Like yeah. he was so much drama whenever he didn't get captain. And then it was just like, Back injury. I get that he was, yeah, he was hurt, but then it was like, I didn't feel like he really ever wanted to play for the Packers again anyway. Um, so I honestly was not surprised at all that he went to the Vikings because, you know, that I feel like that's our most competitive rival in our division, of course. Um, for sure. So why would he not go there if he really has it out for the Packers as much as he made it seem and as much as the drama was? Yeah. And I think to your point also in the past couple of years in our division pending not the last game of the season when we bench half our players, but we've split pretty much every year with the Vikings. And as you're saying, like that's our most competitive, you know, team in our division. And yeah, because I don't think, I don't remember the last time the Chicago beat us. It might've been a couple of years ago. Yeah. Grow, that's one of the things that sucked about growing up in Minneapolis is those Vikings fans. Um, I would agree. They're definitely the team I hate the most in the division. I know, obviously, the Bears are our rival for sure, but I just cannot stand the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the the horn that just does it for me. That Oh, my gosh. It's the worst sound. Every time I hear it, I'm like, stop, stop that. It's it's the skull chant for me. Like I I don't understand. It's the whole thing. It's the whole fan base. It's the whole stadium. It's all the sounds they make. It's all terrible. I uh, I got a little fact. Um, So I played softball in college at this school in Missouri, 
and our actually mascot was the Vikings. Unfortunately, it was very hard to go play for them, like extremely. But uh, so their logo looks very, very similar to the Vikings logo. And the Vikings actually tried to sue them because of that and say that we copied their logo. Fun fact, my college started before the Vikings did. Um, so they counteracted that and they're like, actually, you kind of are stealing our logo and they got real quiet real quick. <laughs> oh my God. Well, when all they have to go on is uh, division banners and their workout rooms, then uh, <laughs> you got to grab for whatever you can. <laughs> yeah, no I, I just, I hated too when they were like talking crap about Lambo and stuff. They're like, they only got bleachers. It's like, this is such a historic yeah. like field, like why mess with something that's already great? Don't fix it's not broken. I think that that is the thing that makes me most mad when somebody tries to come for the Packers. It's like, but their stadium is so boring. And I'm like, have you ever been there? Because as soon as you walk in, it doesn't matter what team you're cheering for. Like, you're immediately accepted. You're at a real football game. You don't. I'm like, it's football. Why do we need all of these fancy stadiums? And I'm just like, no, I'm there to watch football. I'm not there to sit around in the stadium. Or watch it on a huge screen. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing, too. I'm like, Lambo is so historic that I just don't understand what all the hate is about that there's bleachers there. I'm like, yeah, we can fit more people in the bleachers than you can fit in your seats or in the standing room that you have. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's such a comforting environment. I know us girls got on and talked a different time about how the fans are at other stadiums and stuff and the interactions Mm -hmm. we've had. Uh, I have not, I have friends that are not Packers fans. They've gone to Lambeau and they've said they've had a blast. You walk around, you're tailgating, you're getting hot dogs, brats, you're getting whatever you want, just given to you. And that environment is just amazing. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, you know, who you are. Obviously we've all been to Lambeau, but maybe the people that are watching haven't all been to Lambeau. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're, you walk around when you tailgate people's, homes and they invite you into their home I mean what other city are you going to go to where they do that you know and also you park in their yards and I mean even when you're walking around the Lambo parking lot and everybody's tailgating it doesn't matter who you are what team you're there from they still offer you everything that they have so I don't know I don't I don't really understand um why people hate on the Packers fans so much because it's it's definitely not like that in Wisconsin. So Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, one of my favorite things about being a Packers fan is how genuine the the fan base is. One of my favorite things about being a Packers fan as well is because they, I, we got fans everywhere. I grew up in Minnesota. I was Mm -hmm. never the only Packers fan. I'm here in Kansas city. I am not the only Packers fan. There is always someone somewhere we travel amazingly well oh, yeah. and we pass down that love for the team, like to generations. So when you move mm-hmm. somewhere, you're passing it on and it's just, it's awesome for sure. Mm-hmm. I totally yeah. agree. The last time that uh, Green Bay came down to Dallas in 2019, I'd say 70% of the stadium was football Packer fans. I mean, chills were going through my body when the Go Pack Go chant started. I was like, that's very, very loud. And we'll hear it too on TV sometimes especially when they, like mm-hmm. you said, they travel amazingly and the game's quiet and all of a sudden you just hear go pack go. And it's like, 
just incredible. Such a good feeling to know that there is that many of us out there. For sure. Yeah. Never alone. Mm -hmm. I think that was like my my number one priority of uh, being a boy mom. I was like, my son is going to be a Packers fan. Obviously, his dad is a Chiefs fan. Uh, we're from Kansas City. And anytime someone in the family gets my son Chiefs stuff, I'm like, you might as well just keep that at your house because I'm never putting him in that. Mm-hmm. Um, only Packers stuff over here. We did his newborn photos and his dad brought Chiefs stuff, but I only remembered to put him in <laughs> Packers Oh darn! Um, (laughs) Forgot. Yeah, and we have a signed uh, Packers football from Lynn Dickey, so made sure he was that was in the photos with him as well. Um, So yeah, it's definitely something that you you pass on generations of for sure. That's pretty cool. Um, I was curious, Emily, what's like one of your favorite things that you have like memorabilia wise for with the Packers and stuff? Um, in a couple years ago, my boyfriend got me a signed Aaron Rodgers helmet for Valentine's Day. And that is Good man. probably one of my most prized possessions. Um, yeah, that, and I have a teddy bear from when I was growing up that is stitched in Patrick, uh, Packer fabric. And that's gone with me everywhere I've ever gone. So something like that. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Tori? Do you have anything? Um, I've gotten a, yeah, so like actually right behind me, I had a friend of mine from school. Um, he gave me this Favre jersey and he signed it and stuff. And he wrote all the years he was MVP on it. So mm-hmm. that's probably one of my favorite things. I'm waiting to get this thing framed. I've been waiting for so long. Uh, so that's probably one of mine. How about you, Haley? Um, the signed Lynn Dickey uh, football for my son is definitely something really cool. My uncle, so Lynn Dickey actually lives in Kansas City. I don't know if anybody knows that. Um, but my uncle works on houses and actually um, was working on Lynn Dickey's house. And, you know, my uncle never really asked him for anything, even though we're all Packers fans, of course. Well, my uncle's not, but my brother and I. Um, and then whenever I found out I was pregnant and then found out I was having a boy, um, I guess my uncle called him and was like, hey, man, I really hate to ask you this, but, you know, my niece is a huge Packers fan. She's having a baby boy. Would you mind just signing this football? And he was like, yeah, of course, bring it over. So mm-hmm. my uncle took it over there and got it signed. And I got it at the baby shower. I was like, this is the most prized possession from the baby oh, yeah. shower. Like. <laughs> Oh, that's easily, easily the best thing. Like, I hope no gifts came after that because there's no way they're topping it. Right. And anytime somebody touches it, like if they pick it up thinking it's just a football, I'm like, put that down immediately and don't ever touch that again. We oh, don't yeah. play with that ball. That's just on the dresser. <laughs> don't ever touch it. But I also still have my first ever Clay Matthews jersey um, that I also want to get framed, but I haven't because it's super expensive. But one day, um, hopefully I'll have a room. Where I can just put all my Packers stuff and get it all framed. Um, but Tori actually has a fun game for us. Um, Tori, do you want to explain what it is? And I know Emily is going to be playing it today. Yeah. So um, with training camp and everything going on, we all saw Aaron Rodgers come in and his look. I think we can all agree. We enjoyed that very much. 
Uh, so yes. this game <laughs> is all about Aaron Rodgers' different looks and the characters he has dressed as. So what we're going to do is post a picture. You are going to guess then who he is trying to be. Okay. And then we will rate how we feel he did on that disguise, costume, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Sounds good. I'm ready. All righty. Okay. Um, I know it's a Nicolas Cage movie. And I saw something about a bunny. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see that too. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a quote about a bunny, but I'm not sure. But I, yeah, I was just distracted by the picture. <laughs> it's understandable. Like, look at those arms, man. <laughs> I was, everyone okay. was so against the hair, but I'm here for it. Grow it out. I'm also here for it. Okay, I'm going to show the picture of both of them together, and Tori's going to tell us who it is, and we're going to rate them. Okay. <laughs> so of course like you said nicholas cage the movie he is in here is con air okay um how do you think he did with this one 10 out of 10 <laughs> 13 out of 10 i mean i i would take aaron Rodgers right now over nicholas cage and say that was the one in the movie because he looks so much better there <laughs> I agree. I mean, look at the hairline. Nicholas Cage is receding a little bit, and Aaron Rodgers has got the full hairline going for him. The beard is cool. The yeah. tan. He, he did it Yes, better. the tan it's is the great. tan for me. It's the little <laughs> accents he put on this as well. You can't see in the picture, but he went all the way down to the belt, the jeans. <laughs> like, it is, it's perfect. He did a great job. Okay. Love we loved that one. We loved the videos, all the pictures. Everyone was raving about it. And then let's see. Here's the second one, Emily. Okay. This was John Wick. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So how do you think he did in this one? Um, This one, I would give a, I don't know, it has a dog, so 12 out of 10. That's fair. Uh, dogs are always bonus points as well. And he went above and beyond and actually used someone else's dog for this picture specifically. Do you know whose dog it was? Oh, man. I don't remember whose dog it was. I would guess probably either Bakhtari's or Randall Cobb's. I was going to say Bakhtiari would probably be my guess, but I don't know if he has a dog. So. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I, I do like this one. How about you, Haley? What do you think? Love it. Love that he got the dog for it. Love the blood. Is it blood on his face? Love, oh, love it. <laughs> Again, it's the little things, the accents that he does. He puts so much work into he, it. He worked on this one for so like good. a year, basically. For the I hair, because that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone I, thought the hair was going to be gone, and it wasn't. So I'm here for it. I am too. I think it's good. Okay, next one. Oh. Um, I don't know this one. Oh, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> I love the mustache. <laughs> yes, I remember this picture coming out, but I have no idea what that's, <laughs> what that's from. This is from Happy Gilmore. Ooh, that's Ben Stiller, right? 
Yes, that's Ben Stiller on the right. This is from Happy Gilmore. He was the one at the nursing home that his grandma was staying at in the movie, always causing havoc and forcing those ladies to knit like crazy. <laughs> so how how do you think he did in this one? This one, I would say probably a nine out of ten. Can't give Rogers a bad number, but yeah, I'd say nine out of ten. But it looks like he has a watch on, the name tag, the belt, the mustache was shaved perfectly. So, what about you, Tori? What would you give? Is a little different. <laughs> um, I would probably rate this one. I I really do enjoy how all out he went into it as well with like the little hook down there and everything. You can't see again in the picture, but it's. I would I would put this one as eight out of ten for me. It's just it's a funny one. It's not like wow he's looking awesome because honestly mm -hmm. mustaches are not my thing, but uh, <laughs> he does wear one well. So I'm gonna give that one an eight. Okay, that is also my rating on it. Love the mustache. Love the effort there. Um, yeah, I like it. Okay, that's a good one. Great one great one even oh i was like is that okay um yeah napoleon dynamite he's uncle rico and yes <laughs> Patrick is, i cannot remember her name but uncle rico i think that's a hilarious costume choice for him simply because uncle rico is so bad i mean it's it's a very good costume for him because i do feel he could throw that thing over those mountains over there mm -hmm. Yeah. So here's the original. How do we think he did? Pure <laughs> comedy. I'm sorry. Um, I would give him a really high rating. I think I haven't done, I'll do an eight. I think pretty accurate with the headband and the football and the color I think was a little bit off, but I knew exactly who it was. <laughs> I am also gonna I actually you know I'm gonna knock it down to a seven okay. just because mm -hmm. the outfit difference, you know. He did the best he could. He did the best he could though. It's it's a great one, it's a great character. All good things. Okay, we got two more, Emily. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oof. Maybe I wasn't ready. Uh <laughs> Ooh, I am gonna have to say I don't know. That's fair. Um, this is actually he's portraying Bill Murray's character in a movie. The character is Steve Zizzo. He is in the Life Aquatic with Steve Zizzo. I have personally not seen it, but if you see the side by sides or you know who he's portraying, he did a very good job in this one as well. And here is the original. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, Down I think the leg good. strap. Yeah, I'll give that one eleven out of ten because it looks like the jumpsuit's the same. The hat might be a bit off, but yeah, the leg strap. You know, it's, a, it's the it's the leg strap. That's it's perfect. I agree. What would uh, what would you rate this one, Haley? I'm gonna go ten out of ten for sure. The leg strap really did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last one. An old oh, one. That's a real oldie. Oldie but a goodie. <laughs> Ooh. 
Um, he looks military. Maybe Rambo? Ooh, okay. Oh, good guess. That is a good guess, because it is Rambo indeed, uh, played by Sylvester Stallone, of course. Um, how do you think young Aaron did in this one? Uh, I'd say since it's young Aaron, I'd give him like a six or seven out of ten. <laughs> yes, I do feel definitely out, of, like especially with the ones that we have seen, yeah. not his best showing uh, on accuracy. So I'm gonna have to give it only a. I'm gonna have to give it a five out of ten. <laughs> I'm going four out of ten. Ooh, the execution was not there. I, I was really between a four and a five out of ten, but I hate giving Rogers anything below average because he is not. Absolutely. <laughs> I think definitely he's got a better costume designer as the years went on and as the yes. paychecks kept coming. Exactly. Yeah. You can tell you can tell where the money's going. It's all going to <laughs> costumes. I agree, yes. It's it's definitely going to cost him, but hey, he's pulling them off well. He's invested mm -hmm. in them and I guess we'll see what, what he does in October this year. Yes, Gotta be I'm very... with long hair because he still has his long hair. Mm -hmm. For sure. That will that can be something around Halloween. We'll have to guess who he's Rogers gonna be this year. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get those photos from Rogers only fans story? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did not. I am too cheap to have to spend for something I can find on the internet for free. We love to see it. Heard but that. I do, I do love it. Okay, well, that wraps up um, our first episode of Green and Gorgeous. Thank you all so much for spending your Thursday night with us, especially when there's a preseason game on right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Football hasn't been here for a long time, and I'm ready to get back to watching it. Um, but you can follow me, uh, Twitter, Bales of Hay with Five Wives. Um, our show also has a Twitter. It's green underscore underscore gorgeous. Uh, you can also find us at Game On Wisconsin, uh, Game On WI. Also, make sure to subscribe to Game On Wisconsin YouTube as well, so that way you always get notified uh, whenever we're going live. Um, Tori, where can we find you at? Uh, yes, I'm on Twitter as well. It is right there in my name. There it is just Tori Piot. That is also how I say my last name. It is not poet. But uh, yeah, you can find me on there. Of course, like she was saying, give us a follow. We're on Instagram, uh, green underscore underscore gorgeous. Twitter as well. Um, that's, that's where you can find me at. All right, Emily, what about you? You can find me on Twitter also. My username is the Emily with the extra Y and the Johnson with the extra, two extra Ns. And we're also on Instagram and we'll stay up to date with more content. But thank you guys. All right. Thanks, guys.